train yourself to think of and look upon the world as something which is becoming which is growing and to regard seeming evil as being only that which is underdeveloped always speak in terms of advancement to do otherwise is to deny your faith and to deny your faith is to lose it join me on this episode of the virtual entrepreneurs if you're new to this episode welcome i am your host herbert innocent and today we are reading chapter 16 of the book the science of getting rich in the past few episode we had been reading this book and at end at the end of every chapter we have discussed the key points that the book has to offer in terms of getting rich but also in terms of how us entrepreneurs and business owners and aspiring entrepreneurs can use this knowledge to building better businesses so we can better our communities our families and our countries so if you are new to this episode thank you very much for tuning in and you're very welcome on the last episode one of the key concept that we took away from the chapter which was chapter 15 was the concept of advancing and i made a demonstration or maybe explained a little bit from my notes that there is this concept of slow tracks and fast track and when we come into the world of business what i mean by fast track and slow track is there are businesses that are designed to scale and grow really really fast compared to other businesses for example if your business is based around a community it can grow and scale really really fast because the cost of getting a customer to join your community is also influenced by this aspect of culture by this aspect of friendship and how friends and family tend to invite the people around them into the new projects and the new things that they're involved in so growing a company that is based around community is much easier because of the network effect whereas if you're growing a company based on a product that is a physical product then the scalability of it is going to depend on a lot of things for example if you're starting from scratch and the product is very innovative one of the things that you have to consider is can the product be manufactured overseas and distributed overseas and even if the answer is yes then you have to think of the logistics of how it's going to get to the people over there there's all this cost of inventory cost of delivery while in today's world there's a lot of available uh, solutions such as drop shipping solutions and uh, delivery solutions as well as white labeling so your product could be white labeled by a different company and have it you know shipped and sold to other uh, countries overseas there still is a cost in involved in all of that compared to a social network business which essentially just needs a storage um online database and from there everything is just a matter of scaling um how fast you can scale depends on how fast you can get people to join in right um what is the threshold 
that people have to overcome in order to get into your community and the lower you make that threshold the better and the best way to make it lower is simply making it making the community more valuable pro- providing a lot of value for the initial adapters uh, which are usually the people who will join your community first or the people who will buy your product first so I'm gonna stop there but the concept here was that there's a fast track and there's a slow track and in business we need to know that there's a fast track and there's a slow track but it also means that if we have bigger goals we need to know should we take the fast track or the slow track and if we don't know which is which simply we need to calculate how much our dream our wants are gonna cost us how much they're gonna require from us because they're gonna require effort they're gonna require finance they're also gonna require resources as well as every little action that we do and so we need to calculate how much are our actions worth and on one of our earliest episodes we, episodes we talked about how you can calculate the value of your time and by knowing that means that you can then start deciding which tasks you're going to spend your time on right uh, because if you're spending a lot of time on tasks that do not contribute to your overall objective to your bigger goal then you're really leaving yourself short because you're robbing yourself of the valuable time that you have which is also limited so you really it is really to your advantage to know what do you want how much it costs and how efficiently can you get there using what you have and if what you have isn't enough what else will you need to propel you forward now that's enough over there so we're going to jump into chapter 16 of the book the science of getting rich and then we're going to continue from there so chapter 16 some caution and concluding observations Many people will scoff at the idea that there is exact science of getting rich. Holding the impression that the supply of wealth is limited, they will insist that the social and government institutions may be changed before even any considerable number of people can acquire a competence. But this is not true. It is true that existing governments keep the masses in poverty, but this is because the masses do not think and act in the certain way. If the masses begin to move forward, as suggested in the book, neither governments nor industrial systems can check them. All systems must be modified to accommodate the forward movement. If the people have the advancing mind, have the faith that they can become rich and move forward with the fixed purpose of becoming rich nothing can possibly keep them in poverty individual may enter upon a certain way at which any time and under any government and many themselves rich and make themselves rich and when any considerable number of individuals do so under any government they will cause the system to be mo- to be so modified as to open the way for others the more men who get rich on the competitive plane the worse for others the more who get rich on the creative plane the better for others 
The economic salvation of the masses can only be accomplished by getting a large number of people to, to practice the science method, the scientific method set down in this book, and become rich. These will show others the way and inspire them with a desire for real life, with the faith that it can be attained, and with the purpose to attain it. For the present, however, it is enough to know that neither the government under which you live nor the capitalistic or competitive system of industry can keep you from getting rich. When you enter upon the creative plane of thought, you will rise above all things and become a citizen of another kingdom. But remember that your thought must be held upon the creative plane. You are never for any instant to be betrayed, to be betrayed into regarding the supply as limited or into acting on the moral level of competition. Whenever you do fall into old ways of thought, correct yourself instantly, for when you are in the competitive mind, you have lost the cooperation of the mind of the whole. Do not spend any time in planning of how you will meet possible emergencies in the future, except as a necessity policy that may affect your actions today. You are concerned with doing today's work in a perfectly successful manner and not with emergencies which may arise tomorrow. You can attend to them as they come. Do not concern yourself with questions as to how you shall surmount obstacles which may loom upon your business horizon, unless you can see plainly what your course must be that your course must be altered today in order to avoid them. No matter how tremendous or obstruction may appear at a distance, you will find that if you go in the same way, it will appear as you approach it, and that and or that a way over, through or around it will appear. No possible combination of circumstances can defeat a man or woman who is proceeding to getting rich along strictly scientific lines. No man, no woman or woman can obey the laws and fail to get rich. And more than one can multiply two by two and fail to get full. Give no anxious thoughts or possible disasters, obstacles, panics or unfavorable combination of circumstances. It is enough to meet such things when they present themselves before, before you in the immediate present. You will find that every, difficult car every difficulty carries with it the way drop withdrawals for its overcoming. Guard your speech, never speak of yourself, your affairs, or anything else in a discouraged or discouraging way. Never admit the possibility of failure, 
or speak in a way that infers failure as a possibility. Never speak of the times as being hard or as business conditions as being doubtful. Times may be hard and business is doubtful for those who are in the competitive plane, but they can never be so for you. You can create what you want. You are above fear. When others are having hard times and poor business, you will find your greatest opportunities. Train yourself to think of and to look upon the world as something which is becoming, which is growing, and to regard something, to regard seeming evil as being only that which is underdeveloped. Always speaking in terms of advancement. To do otherwise is to deny your faith or to deny your faith and to deny your faith is to lose it. Never allow yourself to feel disappointed. You may expect to have a certain thing at a certain time and not get it at that time. This will appear to you like failure but if you hold your faith you'll find that the failure is only apparent. Go on in a certain way and if you do not receive that thing, you receive something so much better that you will see that the seeming failure was really a great success. A student of this science had set his mind on making a certain business combination which seemed to him at the time be very desirable and he worked for some weeks to bring it about. When the critical time came, the thing failed in a perfectly inexplicable way. It was as if some unseen influences had been working secretly against him. He was not disappointed, on the contrary, he thanked God that his desire had been overruled and went steadily when he is great, with a grateful mind and went steadily on with a grateful mind. In a few weeks, an opportunity so much better came his way that he would not have made the first deal on any account and he saw that a mind which knew more than he knew had prevented him from losing the greater good by entangling him with the lesson. That is the way every seemingly failure will work out for you. If you keep your faith, hold to your purpose, have gratitude, and do every day all that can be done that day. Doing each day separately, act in a successful manner. Act in a successful manner. When you make a failure, it is because you have not asked for enough. Keep on and a larger thing than you were seeking will certainly come to you. Remember this. You will not fail because you lack the necessary talent to do what you wish to do. If you do not, if you go on as I have directed, you will develop all the talent that is necessary 
to the doing of your work. It is not within the scope of this book to deal with the science of cultivating talent, but it is certain and simple as the process of getting rich. However, do not hesitate or waver for the fear that when you come to a certain place, you will fail with a lack of ability. Keep right on, and when you come to that place, the ability will be fashioned to you. The same source of ability which enabled and which enabled the thought of Lincoln to do the greatest work in government ever accomplished by a single man is open to you. You may draw upon all the mind is there is for wisdom to use in meeting the responsibility which are laid upon you. Go on in full faith. Study this book, make it your constant companion until you have mastered all the ideas contained in it. While you are getting firmly established in this faith, you will do well to give up most unrecreational, most recreational and pleasures and to stay away from places where ideas conflicting with these advise, advanced in lectures or seminars. Do not read pessimistic or conflicting literatures or get into arguments upon this matter. Do very little reading outside the writers mentioned in the preface. Spend most of your leisure time contemplating your vision and cultivating your gratitude. And in reading this book, it contains all you need to know of the science of getting rich and you will find all the essential summed up in the following chapter. End of chapter The end of chapter 16 of the science of getting rich. So, I don't know if you can tell, I wanted to go on and discuss the key points for this, but what I'm thinking is I'm going to take all those key points mentioned in this chapter and we're going to look at them in, in our next episode and the reason why I want to do that is because I think if you listen carefully you'll notice that there's quite a lot in this chapter there's quite a few powerful points and reminders from what was in our previous chapter so I'm going to leave this chapter here and we're going to discuss the rest tomorrow Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode of The Virtual Entrepreneur. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to find the notes on the website herbertmarketinghealth.com and from there you should be able to find all the notes from the, ep from the episodes that we've been reading. And I will talk to you on our next episode of The Virtual Entrepreneur. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you.